Here we go. Oh, welcome, everyone, to the Pantheon. I am Rain. I'm Evie. And today we're looking at Luke Cage, uh, Season 1. Uh, brought to you by the creator and also showrunner is Shio Hodari Coker. This show stars Mike Coulter and Mahersha Ali. Uh, well, Cage got his power from an uh, experiment done by a scientist at the jail uh, that he was in. This stays pretty truthful to the comic book, too. Uh, he went to Seagate Prison, and that's how he met the doctor uh, who gave him his... And one of the things I found really cool about the show was uh, Coker, as well as the writers, they wanted to have... An, uh, it's kind of like a, a reflection of Black Lives Matter in terms of the fact that you have a black man now who is basically who's bulletproof. So how, how does that change the ecosystem in Harlem with the police, with people who do crime in a black urban community, how people in the community respond to that with a guy who's basically immortal? How does, because, you know, you have, in today's society, you have these, you know, blacks getting shot upon. So how yeah. does that relate to this? And the show really tackles that in, in sections. You know? Yeah, definitely. With, uh, with police can't really, they know they can't shoot him. Well, they, they want to shoot him. It's sort of like, <laughs> I'm probably saying that that's not probably another good way of uh, uh, phrasing it, but the, the only way to put him down is they can't put him down if he's out of hand, you know. But he's no, responsible. No. He's an actual person who wants to do right. And yes, exactly. A villain who, and you have a, a gangs who want to do a lot of wrong. And he uh, he's standing up for the community. Now, uh, let's go back to the beginning, the first episode. The first episode is actually what motivates the entire series because in theory, uh, if you think about the villains like Cottonmouth or Mariah uh, or Shades, they don't want this to go to escalate. They don't want to start a war. Neither does um, Luke Cage. But it's because of this heist that went on, goes on in the first episode. Uh, and they wanted to get their money back. And, they, and that's the only way they can go forward, you know, either with their political plans or with their own business to prosperity. Because right. they want, they, even the, when they were doing the trade of guns in the show, uh, they had an agreement. It was peaceful. It was it was fine. It was just a small inter interaction, but this one simple heist makes uh, a domino effect of, of bodies of uh, suspicion and, and chaos in the streets of Harlem. Like I won't say Shakespearean, where it says like it's it's, it's a bone to be a tragedy, but it's a show that uh, gives you the aspects of uh, what happens when these things when these events occur and how does it affect everyone else around them, both the community. Uh, you have Pop's Barbershop, and then you have people who are turning to Luke for help. So, in your opinion, like, what are what are your overall thoughts of the the show and how it registered to you as a as a viewer? Overall, show is kind of weird to see the cops scared scared of Luke instead of Luke scared of the cops. You know, mm -hmm. so there's like a balance that is kind of twisted now. You know, and he wants to do good um, instead of hunting cops that that probably harass him and stuff. So it's a different dynamic. Yeah, I just thought it was really interesting because in this one, just I guess it's ironic because it's 2020, but you have like, like a dash cam of the cops like trying to like arrest Luke or, uh, and, you know, and you see the outcome of that. Um, so the walls revealed to his abilities that he has impervious skin and he's able to launch a guy 30 feet in the, in the air. Yeah. The idea of having body cams and cameras nowadays, it's sort of like, it's, it's, it still holds very true to, to 2020, you know, or 2021. Sorry. Like what we're seeing now uh, with, uh, in, in, with culture today, 
you know, whether it's woke, whether you're being, either you're being too woke, you're being um, uh, hashtag Times Up or Black Lives Matter. It's all very pertinent, even today, even though this was made back in uh, like five years ago. Yeah, for sure. It holds pretty well. Uh, in terms of action, who? How do you embrace this? Yeah, yeah, it's a good um, action movie. There's a lot of, you know, shows how I guess people, or I guess criminals go when they wanna, I guess, succeed. Like they make deals with the cops, um, you know, and they do drugs and whatever. It just kind of shows you how the system is, unfortunately. Right. Um, but it was kind of good too, you know, because um, here's a guy uh, who can push people around, but he chooses not to want to do um, good instead of bad, although he could get richer doing bad than good. Yeah, it's it's easier to do. I mean, cause I think at one point, even Pop said you could use your powers, your abilities to make money and, and he chooses right. to stay silent, you know, um, even yeah. though he's, he's a man on the run. Well, to make ends meet, he works during the day at a pop barbershop, sweeping the floors, and at night he's a he's a dishwasher, and mm-hmm. he works uh, uh, nights at a place called Harlem's Paradise. It's like a club, one of the big clubs in Harlem, and there's a live acts, and uh, mm-hmm. one of the acts is Faith Evans, uh, but there are other big big acts, I guess, a well-known, established artist uh, uh, of that community or that neighborhood. Uh, other other than Faith Evans, I guess that's the only person I knew of. Was was there any artist that that you knew? by chance well the guy what's his name the guy was singing by Sadiq something um, he was part of the group Tony 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 a little while ago right okay yeah I, I know exactly who you're talking about yeah oh. yeah because they have like Motown artists they have like like yeah R&B artists and then soul artists uh, yeah, they... you know and uh, one of the things that Chi uh, uh, Hodera Coker wanted to do was that uh, every episode is, is named after a song from Gangstar uh, the album, okay. their, 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 yeah, their, uh, I guess this discography. So okay. when you listen to, when you watch the entire series from beginning to end, you've in, you've endured or has listened to an entire uh, musical album. Yeah, for sure. And he was inspired by Shonda Rhimes because uh, from you know from uh, Grey's Anatomy and, and Private Practice and all those shows that she's done. Yeah. A lot of episodes are based on songs or lyrics right. or songs and titles. So uh, he did the exact same thing. It's very musically. Uh, musically influenced, yeah, uh, uh, and uh, even if you didn't know that, you became aware of that because they let they play an actual full song. Of, well, not a set, but one whole song in every mm-hmm. episode. And yeah, they do. cut that with like talking in the club, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you got you're getting a kind of like a bit of a concert, which is really cool because it's a nice stage and they're actually performing. Right. On the set. Um, did you did you like that? Did that bother you? Like, because it's like 13 episodes. Where you're gonna see someone perform on a stage, even though it's only a small section of the ep- actual episode, yeah, uh, a full not concert, it's a full one song played. Yeah, it didn't um, uh, bother me um, uh, at all. It just kind of showed a wide range of music that's like clean and everything that like black people do, which is pretty cool. No, actually, I agree. That, that you mentioned, yeah, because it's it's all very clean. It's style. It's, mm-hmm. It shows the class of what blacks can actually the music, like the roots of music, the classiness of it, the, how far we've gone in as a culture. So I thought that was really, really, really well done. And yeah, not all. It was all. so like a beautiful, like an actual like performance on stage. Yeah, which is great. 
it's very different from anything I've ever seen on any of the Netflix shows or any show in particular to yeah. have a musical, an actual musical showcase. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty uh, on par. Uh, okay, so with this story, um, it's it's taking off five months after the events of Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah. Jones kind of reveals how he met Reva and because he he got he was married to her, and this show reveals uh, how they how they met, you know, and how he got his irreparable skin, and and then uh, basically the the dark side of of uh, of, of one like her, the perception of one person. Mm-hmm. And, and then the actual truth of someone. It's like being in a relationship. When you first meet somebody, it's like you're 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 in love with their perception of who you think someone is. Yeah, exactly. And when you meet somebody, it's like that's when you know you love someone. You can put up with the other side of that person. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I'm not speaking for personal experience, but I'm just saying that oh. like all like all couples, uh, there's there's the there's a honeymoon experience, and then there's the marriage, and this is like here you go. Yep, 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 for sure. Uh, with the, I like you've seen shows like Oz and like uh, what, what? Oh yeah. So the prison scene at, at Seagate. It, I don't think it was that like rough or, or vicious, but I thought they depicted it pretty well. Like in terms of street fighting within the prison yeah. system, that's yeah. pretty uh, like the, for money. It was like it's kind of like a legal uh, fighting ring within the system. Yeah, for sure. That was pretty underhanded, and uh, and that's how he met uh, Shades and Comanche. Yeah. Uh, did you uh, did you uh, did you find that too violent, or was that was that okay? Was that was that done tastefully? It was, yeah. It, like it wasn't like it could have been like um, Mike Tyson, where everybody's bloody and everything. Mm-hmm. No, but it was pretty mild, I thought, although very real to life. Yeah. No, I think I think you're right because the tone of it, you got the tone that you needed. To explain what he went through and then where he got to where he was. Uh, the right. point and the point of it for those who have read the comic book was that the, he's in this little tank where the, that allowed him to make his skin. Uh, yeah, tougher. But it was used as a way to heal oneself. I and mean, it was just an incident that happened where it's kind of like you know the Hulk one. He just took too, too much gamma radiation. Yeah, he got he got cooked in this tank and that's oh, what caused sure. his uh, uh, cellular. Uh, to bond stronger, so it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an inversion of the Hulk, but uh, a similarity to the Hulk in terms of how he came about to what he was. Yeah, um, that was well done. In season one, I would give it maybe like a eight point five actually, because it was very realistic, although kind of not overdone. Mm-hmm. Anything that was slow, uh, like flashbacks, it was to help explain the the show. So yeah. explain the scene that we're about to see. Yeah, and, for sure. And then once I once I figured that out, it was like, oh, okay. And it was it was a much more faster experience. Um, oh, definitely. So I thought it was really well handled. I thought it was uh, tastefully done. And it's it's a hero that I really you could gravitate to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're black or uh, or a different color or, or whatever. Yeah. It's a it's, he's just a, a man trying to do the good do the right do the right thing. Um, so double feature time. Uh, the film that I thought about was Copland with a uh, Stallone. Oh yeah. Where. Uh, He's the sheriff of a town in Jersey full of cops, and there's a one, there's a, a major uh, officer who's corrupted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's a character, and Stone actually gained weight and got out of shape for this. Yeah. Like a guy who's deaf in one ear, who couldn't become a, an officer in real life, and uh, he was an underdog. So, right. And he was kind of like, and he was um, not liked or respected, really. Yeah. And, uh, 
Uh, and he's sort of like uh, just trying to fit in, and that's what Luke is. Like he's a hero; he wants to be a hero, but he's right. a diamond in the rough, and then he's just sort of trying to do what's right, even yeah. if it's the most difficult thing. Or he could go. In his case, he could go back to prison if he gets caught. And with Stallone's case, um, he's 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 out of his league. Right. So there's a, and he's there's an uncomfortableness and and not knowing how right. far he can push. So I kind of like that. Uh, right. How it rubs against each other in terms of those stories. Mm-hmm. What was your double feature? Mine was Oz, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, because the whole um, prison thing and what goes on, you know, like is a very rough place, hard to survive. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and I think that Luke Cage kind of um, uh, portrayed some of that. You know, it wasn't just like a walk in the park. It showed the grittiness and. Um, and the fact um, uh, that you had to watch your back, you know. Yeah, no, true that. Yeah, true that. very realistic, I thought. Okay. All right, so let's get into the emails. Buford, mailbag song, hit it! Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Rupinder from San Dimas, California, says, I hated it. Yes, Rupender. Aaron from Markham, Ontario. He goes, uh, slow, slow, slow. The pace and story put me to sleep. <laughs> this was my first impression of when I first saw this around. Uh, if you're expecting to see superheroes in action, you're in, you're in for a long slog before it happens. If it does. I stopped watching after three episodes. Uh-oh. Well, you know, it's... It's yeah. It's not. I think if you're watching, I think the problem was if you watched Daredevil, which everyone did, and that was such a, uh, it was such a well performed and action packed series with good action and great story, that uh, when you go to one series where the character has a superpower, he doesn't have that reverence of like conflict where he works your character. Um, his power prevents him from being like overly martial arts. Like there's no real big action sequences, you know. Mm-hmm. So I can understand how that is slow. So you're next. Okay. This is Chris Pereira from Moncton, New Brunswick. Yep. This show describes the story perfectly and doesn't leave any answers unanswered. This show is the best superhero show. Uh, DC should learn from this, um, not just a drama, but strong characters, backstory, action, common sense everything is slow uh but you uh get the hang of it and last but not least we have todd smith from pittsburgh pennsylvania uh, and todd writes or or writes uh, i was never a big superhero guy but what i love about this new uh, crop of netflix uh, superhero shows is that for the most part the characters are new relatively unknown to the general audience it's so refreshing to see something in the genre beyond Batman and Superman. What's more is that this new crop of superhero is more, is much more realistic than anything else we've seen before. Perhaps no, uh, none more than Luke Cage. Cage was in prison for a crime he didn't commit. The victim of a horrifying experiment that left him with superpowers, or sorry, super strength and unbreakable skin. Unlike the other superheroes, Luke doesn't want to be a hero. He just wants to live a normal life in obscurity. Uh, what Luke can't stand, though, is seeing injustice. When he knows that he's capable of doing something about it, when he finally decides to take on a stand, all hell breaks loose. 
What I find odd is how everyone is talking about Wonder Woman. Uh, we, it's about time we had a strong female superhero and how great the films was. But no one mentioned the fact that it was about time we had a strong African-American superhero, too. What's more is that his story was completely original and more realistic than any other superhero film or TV show I've ever seen. Luke Cage isn't a blind attorney who somehow sees everything. He's not a, uh, fighting uh, some ridiculous weird purple mist. And he's not some samurai who thinks he's a god. Uh, Luke Cage is just a man who's fighting a gangster and corrupt politicians. Yeah, I never thought about that, actually. Mm. Uh, Mike Coulter is a star of a show, and he's just, uh, so he has just has this way about him that's infectious. It makes you want to follow him. He couldn't be more perfect for this role, as he's laid back most of the time until he's not, when he, until, uh, he's not and then watch out. As for his co-stars, the standout among them all is the recent Academy Award winner, Mahersha Ali. This guy is outstanding. Ali is one of the best actors who, until last year, nobody knew existed. Every single thing he's in is much more better than bef uh, because of it. And I am thoroughly entertained every single time I watch him. His portrayal of the gangster Cottonmouth was the best villain I've seen in a superhero theme project since Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. The bottom line, Luke Cage is a real superhero. To date, there, was nothing, to date, there has been nothing else uh, in that genre, even close to being the real thing, or as honest as this. Uh, Luke Cage is unique, dynamic, exciting, as well as being the best written uh, out of all the superhero shows that I've ever seen. Marvel just didn't just hit a home run with Luke Cage. They hit a grand slam. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's a pretty good in-depth uh, conversation there. Definitely. So, so thank you, Todd Smith from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, that was really insightful. And everything I think we were sort of like, like gravitating to, uh, this is a well-conceived show. And, uh, you know, and, and again, this... Pro, uh, props to Chio Hodari, Hodari Coker, who's the showrunner and creator yeah. of this show and, and was with it from beginning to end uh, of the series. Um, this really does depict uh, a, a, the everyday man, but like giving extraordinary circumstances and, and, mm -hmm. be, and being a good superhero film, wrapped up in a superhero for, film. For sure. Uh, any final thoughts? On K. Yeah. Um, it was good. I can't wait to watch the rest of it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Oh, we should be talking about Claire. Let's talk about some of the side characters, like Claire Temple, uh, Rosario Dawson's character. She, yeah. she She's the one character that's kind of, well, not true. It's her and Turk. Uh, these are the, the two characters that kind of have an ongoing theme throughout the series. Yeah. Uh, uh, Turk, not so much in, in this series. I mean, he uh, helped sparks the idea of finding the, the kid in mm -hmm. Pops Barbershop, but that's his only um, role. Yeah. Uh, but Claire, uh, I think, you know, I think he, she becomes a legitimate love interest for Luke, I think, in, in, as a, as the, in the aftermath of losing Reva. Um, so in terms of uh, Rosaria Dawson, like, because you, you, when you look at uh, Daredevil, when you look at uh, Iron Fist and, Luke, and, of course, Luke Cage, uh, which series do you think she fits better in? Uh, do you think Luke Cage or Daredevil? Because I think Iron Fist is more like a friend to Colleen. I don't know, I'd say Luke Cage, he's always there for him, and, you know, just there, you know, problems, she's there, you know, um, her her role is very pronounced, I think, that's just my opinion. No, I, I think you're right, and I think this, I think in this season, this particular season, she finds her, her gift, her calling in life, mm -hmm. whereas uh, with Matt Murdock, seasons one and two, she's bumping into him, with Jessica Jones, she's just bumping into somebody, and she's just... Yeah. 
But this one, she's, I guess, accepting her her uh, fate or her... Um, yeah, role in life. Yeah, so... Okay. All right, well, with that, I want to say thank you, uh, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Well, I'm Evie. I'm Ray, and we'll talk to you next week. Still not sure what I am. I'm just living my life, day to day. You should be out there helping people. Do you think I asked for any of this? I was put in some tank like an exotic fish. Came out with abilities. I just want to be left the hell alone. Well, that would be a waste. Harlem. Perpetual symbol of hope and prosperity. Too much happens in the shadows. People fear what they can't see. This place is our reputation, our legacy, our blood. Everybody wants to be the king. Sometimes if you want justice, you have to get it yourself. Give us the money. I don't like your tone. <laughs> I've got you.